Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. Today, it's a big moment. I'm more than halfway through my 25 90s beauty moments, so it seems fitting that the Spice Girls finally pop up. They were actually formed in 1994, but it wasn't until 1996 that they really began to take over the world. Their debut album Spice came out that year and it sold over 23 million copies around the world, making it the best-selling album by a female group ever. And that record still stands today. You know, you might be a Destiny's Child fan, you might be another girl band fan, and you must be thinking, oh, they can't still be the biggest selling, but no, the Spice Girls are still the biggest girl band ever, despite the fact that they've split up several times and kind of regrouped, but without Victoria Beckham, been lots of ups and downs. They are still so iconic. They're definitely iconic of the 90s. And to so many people, they really do still matter. But when they first came out, they were very much a manufactured effort to take on the likes of Take That, Boys Own, Backstreet Boys. The 90s and the 80s were full of boy bands and the Spice Girls were kind of created to target a young female audience and it absolutely worked. Just in case you don't know who the Spice Girls are, I'll give you their names. Emma Bunton, Jerry Halliwell, Melanie Brown, Melanie Chisholm and Victoria Beckham. These five were chosen from hundreds of women who turned up for the audition. It was a well-known fact that the audition was for a manufacturer girl band. So it was there was definitely, it was a call to action. And once these five had been chosen, they started to kind of craft their own looks. But those looks, I always wonder if it could have been so different because for me, the looks, they may have been individual, but they were kind of like these looks that they were tied to almost forever in the public psyche. What really affected those looks being so just inflexible was the fact that they were given these really derivative nicknames. And I had actually thought that it was perhaps the record company putting out a press release and trying to label each of the women as different characters. I initially thought that by them creating these different characters, they would appeal to different members of the audience. Like you might feel that you can see yourself in Emma Bunton or Melanie Brown. But in fact, as Mel B said in a 2015 interview, it was actually a lazy journalist that came up with the names Ginger, Scary, Sporty, Posh and Baby. So as a journalist myself, I'm mortified because, okay, maybe you write those down on a notepad to kind of give you an idea of who's who. But you absolutely find out the person's name and how to spell it when you first meet someone. But anyway, it was a journalist from Top of the Pops magazine and Mel B said that they couldn't remember their names and literally renamed all five of the women on the spot. And as you can imagine, the rest is history. Those names, those monikers, those nicknames went out to the public in Top of the Pops magazine and they stuck. For me, 
even at the time and even today, I find the fact that Mel B was called Scary Spice, very problematic, very racist, very annoying. It's clear that she was called scary because of her, and I'm doing the air quotes here, her wild hair. For far too long, there's been connotations of black women's hair being wild, unruly, you know, tame that frizz. So Scary's name was obviously born out of that, this journalist who was, I guess I should name him, Peter Lorraine. And it's clear where his mind went when he met Mel B, aka Scary Spice. But perhaps more disturbing for me is the fact that he called Emma Bunton Baby Spice. Like, is that not a little bit cringe? Or as some of you might say now, does that not give you the ick? Like, you, he called a grown woman Baby Spice. It's a little disturbing to me, but that's what stuck. Ginger, scary, sporty, posh and baby. That's how we knew them. Posh was Victoria Beckham and she she was rarely known to actually sing. And she would always give the peace sign and kind of throw her leg out to one side as if she was like a model. Um, she had great hair though, great bob. Ginger, Jerry Halliwell because she had red hair um, and she became, she had her own iconic look because she would have these really chunky blonde highlights at the front, very much copied. Um, we've got Sporty. I always felt like Sporty got a bad rap. Like she wore tracksuits all the time. That's Mel C. And Baby, they kind of played into that pigtails, very blonde hair and little pink dresses. It's just ugh, because... While they might have appealed to different members of the audience, I do feel like they were just trapped almost in a time capsule. Don't get me wrong. Spice Girls made a ton of money. Victoria Beckham has her own fashion and beauty lines now. She's the one that's kind of moved away from it. I feel that she almost sees the Spice Girls as a little bit of an embarrassing moment in her history. The others, I do think they don't mind being associated with the Spice Girls so much. They've all got different varying degrees of success I would say since they left and they've all had different personal issues but I'm not here to get into that I absolutely think that even aside from the fact that I'm saying here they were absolutely manufactured that doesn't mean that I'm going to I'm trying to take anything away from them they absolutely influenced women and girls the world over not only in how they dressed or wore their hair or experimented with their makeup Underneath their banner of girl power, which was just way before girl boss, which is now seeing its demise, but girl power became this thing that women and girls the world over would embrace. And the Spice Girls undoubtedly brought them joy and made them feel empowered. And I'm talking millions of people. So that's why they had to be in my 90s beauty roundup. Let me know what you think. Were you a fan of the Spice Girls? Have you ever seen them in concert? Do you love the Spice Girls still today? I would love to know if any of these episodes really hit home personally for you. So let me know what you think. DM me on Instagram or Twitter at BeautyMePodcast or email me direct, BeautyMePodcast at gmail.com. Check out the accompanying TikTok to this podcast and all of the other 24 90s beauty moments. You can find them all at Sharice Kenyon on TikTok. And feel free to sign up to my newsletter, beautymenotes.substat.com. 
If you've liked this episode, I would really love it if you could give it a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And I'll see you next time.